Good evening. Welcome to Educated Innovation. So good to have you guys join us once again. Just to recap, you know the, our theme was talking about how business is in everything. Well, we have yet another guest here with us tonight, and um, it really goes to show how business is in everything. You all know what I mean by that. You know, basically, whatever stage you're in, whatever industry you're in, whatever career you're seeking, whatever profession that you're currently um, pursuing, you really could find a way to turn it into a business, something that's monetary um, that helps people. And I also want to emphasize tonight what generally kind of springboards that, what what gets certain people started in that area um, where they may not have been intentionally seeking to start a business, but it just kind of organically ha- happens. And you know how that happens, right? We're all, I one of the... St- the things I think we all have in common is we all want to kind of help. And so that generally becomes that springboard. So with no further ado, tonight we have a very special guest of mine. Her name is Ariana Hammond. I'm chopping her name up, Ariana. I'm so sorry. But um, I met this young lady um, with a colleague of mine. And from the day I met her, I'm like, there's something special (laughs) about this young lady. Um, And she is simply fabulous. And so I wanted to make sure that she came on and you know what we do. We always share our stories. So, Ariana, welcome. Welcome Thank to the you. show. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. Yes. So, I'm so glad you were able to um, happen to be in town this weekend. So, I'm so <laughs> excited about being able to just kind of capture you. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, everyone who comes on the show, including myself, we always say, share your story. Everyone has a story. I think sometimes when we do that, it just simply resonates with people who just never know how it helps them. And so... I want you to just kind of share your story, Ariana, because you have a really cool story. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. So I am Ariana Hammond. I'm 22. I've been saying 23 because my birthday's in July, so I'm rounding up. <laughs> um, but I am born and raised in the 757, Chesapeake, Virginia. Woo-hoo! I went <laughs> to many schools, but majority of my time, K through 12, was Western Branch. So shout out to the Bruins. Um, I grew up with my mother, who is a professor, and um, growing up in a single-parent household with a black woman has been such a journey in itself. Um, Mm. My sister, who I partially grew up with, um, she actually left the house when I was three. So we're 15 years apart. So it was interesting. I have a sibling, and then, of course, I have step-siblings, but... I really feel like I'm the only child. Mm, yeah, yeah, <laughs> I can I see that. Yeah, that's a that's myself. a that's a huge gap. Yeah. yeah, I can understand that. Um, and I grew up in a very interesting uh, environment. My mom, as well as um, my grandparents, have always had this thing of just having like an open door policy for anyone. So growing up. I grew up with my godmother, who is Trinidadian. Oh, wow. And she lived with us. Um, my cousin and her kids lived with us. Wow. We had my mom's niece live with us. <laughs> Church members live with us. So it was very fun. Um, Sounds like a loving household, though. Was. That's really cool. It was. And I it taught me at a very early age that, you know, if you can lend a hand, then be that person. Giving so back. Yes. Yes. She was really big on that and teaching me that as well. Um, but yeah, so then 
I went on and graduated high school in 2018. Mm-hmm. I am as well as was definitely a go-getter a part of everything too many hands and too many pots i was the 50th miss western branch i was a part of like seven organizations and president of like five and i was all over the place but i (laughs) love being involved um and especially in the community Mm -hmm. uh definitely serving my mom used to have me coming to the campus giving back going to every breast cancer walk Mm -hmm. giving to the food shelter and going to churches and stuff like that so that's kind of how i grew up wow i love it yeah i love it i mean that really um transcends when we think about a lot of entrepreneurs those are some key characteristics, mm-hmm. you know, the giving back, right. the um, spirit to help and lend a hand to others. Definitely. Um, I love it. And also that energy, that energy of just yeah. kind of being involved and, and being all over the place and being involved in a lot of things, namely community. So right. really, really awesome. So, okay, so that's your story. But then let's talk about the, the educational background because mm-hmm. no doubt after high school, I'm assuming you went off to college. Yes. So tell us about that. So I think that's actually where the thick of the story is. Um, I grew up in an environment where on my dad's side, who has so many different key figures, um, especially those who have participated in the civil rights movement, and um, due to the lack of having rights to education and voting, that's such a huge thing on my dad's side. And growing up, that was always the focal point. Hey, Mm -hmm. you're going to make sure that you obtain an education and you're going to follow this route. Here are the key routes. (laughs) Become a doctor, a lawyer, a scientist, or whatever else that's going to keep you in a stable field and job. Here comes Ariana, completely going against the The main routes. (laughs) (laughs) But that's part of being the baby. We we are always rebels. That's true. That's true. But I had this love for the water, and at first it was like, you know, water bug, love to go to the pool, love to go to the ocean and beach and stuff like that. And then the life within the ocean became like this focal point of mine. So mm-hmm. we went to Disney World, I think it was like 2011 or 2013, and I was like, I don't care about any other park we go to or whatever we do on this trip, but I have to go to SeaWorld. <laughs> so... um it's funny because even, like, my family, they're like, she is so, like, headstrong about going to SeaWorld and seeing these animals and stuff. Like, no one in our family cares about that. Like, we want to go ride roller coasters We want to go on the ride, like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so it was funny because out of everyone that was there, and it was a family reunion, mm-hmm. the only people that went were me and my mother and my father. <laughs> and they're like, well, I guess we're breaking off from the group. So, of course, we went. And I sat there in this, um, I think it was like the Shamu show at the time. I don't think they still do it anymore, but it was the Orca Whales. I remember, yeah. Yes. We took our kids when they were younger. And we sat like in the um, splash zone. Mm-hmm. And so we're sitting there and I'm looking at these different people and they're just orchestrating the whales to go different ways and do all these tricks and stuff like that. And to me, being so close to something so majestic and yes. beautiful. I yes. was just like, oh my gosh, like it's like a whole nother world. Like I'm here in America on land, but like the ocean is super dope. <laughs> so um it's funny because if you ask either one of my parents, they'll be like, 
her aha moment was at that show. And when that orca whale jumped out of that water, my face just dropped. And it kind of like was one of those moments like in a movie where you would have like the actor or actress like start crying or something. That was like my moment. Like I was just like completely absorbed in it. And they were like... (laughs) In oh, awe. like she's serious. <laughs> like this might be it. This is it. This is it. So my mom, she's always been like my biggest supporter, number one cheerleader. So she was like, "Oh yeah, like this is where this is the route we're going." Like I already know, like whatever everybody else says, this is the route we're going. <laughs> but my dad and my dad's side of the family, and even like siblings and aunts and uncles, mm-hmm. were like, "It's a phase. Like she's gonna get out of it mm-hmm. and stuff like that." So I told my mom, I'm like, okay, I need to figure out what I need to do. So my first experience outside of SeaWorld was going into high school, and I decided to take this, like, environmental science class. Mm, great course. And yes. I used actually, to teach that. Yes. <laughs> Through the campus, actually. And so we went out, and we were putting, like, oyster shells out and stuff like that, trying to help restore the Chesapeake Bay. And doing all these magical things. And so I was like, okay, I really want to do this. Like, what's the next step? So then I attended the Virginia Institute of Marine Science. Oh, wow. And I did two summers of being a camp counselor. And actually, I was the only person, I don't even know if they decided to bring anyone on after I finished my two years, but I was the only person to ever come on as a camp counselor to do the overnight camp. Oh, wow. So they were like, you're amazing. I was going to say. I don't know how this is even happening. courageous. We have to <laughs> check if we can legally even bring like a minor to right, come right. teach minors. But they're like, we're going to figure this we're gonna out. We're going to do this. So that was like the first moment where I was like, this is for me. Like, this is definitely for me. And even like being in a field where I'm around kids who... They're surprising me because they're like, yeah, I know every type of like morphological thing and this and that and fish. And I'm like, I don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> like, I took one class. Right. <laughs> they know the names. <laughs> yeah, they know the everything. Species. Like, yes, book, yes, yes. Find it. I'm like, yeah, I don't know. But it was so much fun. We did all these dissections. We went on the boat. We were catching like fish and jellyfish and stingrays and stuff like that. And they even allowed me to teach courses at night. Oh, so wow. like I would do the recap for the night. And I was like, okay, like this education piece as well as this like marine science piece, like it's, it's coming together. <laughs> so I told my mom, like, okay, college, like this is the next thing. And with college, I I would say that subconsciously I follow my sister. I feel like like every young sibling kind of does that mm-hmm. in general. Um, and my sister went to Savannah State, and of course that fifteen year gap i used to visit the campus as a little girl all her Mm -hmm. friends knew me and they're like oh my gosh like little sis (laughs) and i was like i want to go somewhere that's outside of virginia but not too far so i had actually received scholarships to like texas Mm a&m and um alabama and all these different places california Mm -hmm. and i was like i don't think i can go that far because I need to be able to have a quick flight back home. Right, if I need to get home. Right. <laughs> so I ended up visiting Savannah State University. And long behold, one, I wanted to make sure I went to HBCU for that experience. Mm-hmm. And then two, it had to have a marine science program. And the marine science program at Savannah State is phenomenal. Producing some of the top marine scientists in the nation for marine science. Wow. And in that department, um, my first stop was visiting Dr. Cox, who is the head of the Dolphin Lab. 
And I was like, oh, here we go. Bingo. Like, That's this what is you're it. doing. Yeah. So you went to Savannah State. Yes. Okay. Like your sister. Wow. Yes. Very nice. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Okay. So now... This is the certainly the next question because mm-hmm. now we have this young lady who is at her campus, um, Savannah State Southern College, mm-hmm. HBCU, decides that she's going to go for marine science. Yeah. No, no doubt. Obviously, you graduated from that from yes. that experience and you graduated with that major. So after graduation, where did you actually land a job in that particular area? Yeah. So funny story. I actually, um, I wrote to all the professors in the department before I started college. And I was like, hey, um, I'm out of state and I'm really interested in this department, but it's going to cost money. So are there any scholarships, internships, anything available? And one of the professors, Dr. Hoskins Brown, she was like, you just missed the deadline, but there might be some extra funding. So I ended up becoming a LMRCSC, Living Marine Resources Cooperative Science Center cohort. Wow, that's and, a mouthful. <laughs> yeah, it is. Um, and it's under NOAA, which is the National Oceanic and Atmospheric oh, Administration. Yes, yes. I'm familiar with that. And I did that for my first year and my second year. And then my last year, I joined the Education Partnership Program, which is a program for minority-serving institutions. And... Both the LMRCSC and the EPP program afforded me a summer internship as well as tuition. And what did you do during the summer internship? So my summer internship, <laughs> I you know, going outside of the box, of course, again. Um, my first summer after finishing freshman year, I decided that, hey, you know, the rest of my cohort are applying for marine science internships or job shadowing mm-hmm. at local universities because, of course, it's easier to house students at a university. Mm-hmm. And me being me, I was like, eh, let's see. Let's find something else. So I reached out to a facility called the Pacific Marine Mammal Center in Laguna Beach, California. Oh, wow. I set up an interview by myself, and we're like, hey, I would like to come out and become an intern. And I was their first ever intern. And they're So you like, wasn't joking when you said you're a go-getter. Yes, you really for sure. Because <laughs> sure. everyone else wow, was like, that's oh, remarkable. yeah, we're going to, like, this school and this school or, like, Hampton. I'm like... I've been there. I grew up around the corner from there. Like, right, I don't, don't want to go there. I was like, <laughs> let's do California or Hawaii. And ended up in California. And uh, everyone in the program for now were like, oh, my goodness. Like, you just signed up for this, and we have no funding. And I'm like, I don't know how this is going to happen. And I think that's part of, like, my story. Like, everything that was been for me has always been a struggle. Mm. And a lot of people say, like, oh, what's meant for you will come easy. And for me, I'm like, no, I work. Right, I work hard right, for right, it. Right, right, And so that's when I know, like, it's really going to happen or it's really for me is when I have to push the push the line. Exactly. And so um, that was my first internship, and I was working with seals and sea lions at a rehab center. Oh, my goodness. My second internship, COVID happened, so it was virtual. Mm. But I was working on a project for North Atlantic right whales, mm-hmm. which are, like, one of the top endangered species in the world right now. Wow. There's, like, 300 or so left. And then my third internship was in Cape Cod in Massachusetts. Oh, wow. My neck of the woods. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And I was working with humpback whales. And so I was studying their behavior. Wow. Which was freaking awesome. Like four days a week going out on the boat in the middle of the ocean. Oh. 
searching for home back whales. That is so. amazing, Ariana. Yeah. Oh my goodness. So no doubt one of these internships led to mm-hmm. employment. Which one actually led you into landing this job and what was the job when you finished college? Yeah. So the EPP program, which is the education partnership program, which serves minorities um serving institutions for students. Mm-hmm. The successful completion of two years, which I only did one because <laughs> I graduated <laughs> early, um, you were afforded a certificate that gives you a direct hire. So unfortunately, it's not like, oh, you just get to slide into a job because it's government. You're going to have okay. to apply. You're going to have to go in USA Jobs and search for what you want. But with the certificate, it gets you through the door to an internship. Oh, wow. I mean, not an internship, an interview. Right. So... It's like a footing in the door to the interview, and I feel like, you know, it's pretty decent to say, like, you have to work your way to the rest of it. Right. So I ended up applying for the job that I'm in currently, which is on the Highly Migratory Species team, and I do rulemaking. And I applied for it, I think, three months before my graduation. Wow. And I was like, oh, I haven't heard back or anything. The new year came and then it was like springtime. I'm like, oh, yeah. They're not like, going to call me. me. Yeah, they're not going to call me. They call me. They're like, yeah, so we're going to do an interview. Did the interview and they're like, yeah, so here's an offer letter. And I was like, oh, wow. <laughs> and then like, and by the way, can you be in D.C. in like two months? It's like, oh, like this is happening. Wow. So that's kind of how that happened. It was just like. You know, just waiting my turn. Oh, my goodness. I love it. I love it. <laughs> this is incredible. So, I mean, so you have this vast background. Now this whole education and degree, um, amazing experiences. Yeah. So what's your business? Because I kind of feel like, you know, like, what is, what else could this girl do? And I'm thinking, where is she finding time to even develop a business? Right. Um, <laughs> this could not have been intentional. This must have been like organically just, Mm -hmm. you know, meant to happen. And when you describe your business, Mm -hmm. what led you, what, you know, talk about kind of what led into that, that piece, because I I just find that's the, (laughs) to think it can top what you just talked about, but it it really does. So yes, definitely share. Yeah. So one of my mentors, Dr. Hoskins Brown, um, an undergrad, She said this, like, very pivotal statement to me one day, and she was like, you need to find something that no one else is doing. And I came back, like, a few weeks later in our, like, meeting, and I was like, I could do this, or I could do this. And I was trying to figure out, like, what is my career after college? Like, what does that look like? And even still having that, like, mindset of, like, I don't know, maybe SeaWorld. Like, maybe I'm going to become one of those trainers and be singing on the stage or... (laughs) Maybe it's being a researcher or maybe it's going abroad and doing like a program or something. Mm -hmm. And she's like, these are all great things, but what's going to set you apart? And so I wrote down in my notebook, I was like, I want to start a company that just reflects me as a whole, right? So I wrote down emotions, which is E-M-O-C-E-A-N-S. And I got that. Because E, my name starts with the E. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, okay, you know, catchy to my name. Mm-hmm. And then I love the oceans. And then my upbringing in marine science was so focused on behavioral science. Mm. So I did marine sciences with a focus in behavioral analysis in undergrad. 
And I was most interested in marine mammals coming out of high school because I love their intelligence and mm-hmm. their emotional relationship yes. with humans. Mm-hmm. So I was like, emotions, okay. And so with that, I was like, ah, you know, things happen. You keep moving on in life. And it just so happened that in 2022, towards the end of the year, I had a mentor from my university and we were talking and he's like, yeah, like you need to start a business. Like, let's, let's get this going. Like (laughs) he was like, you know, it could be your name or this, or like, let's just get you an LLC. So I'm talking to him. I'm like, actually I have something. And that's how it all started. And he was like. We're doing this. So we ended up doing everything. And he's like, so what do you want to do with it? And I'm like, right now in the season that I'm in, a lot of people have been asking for my help in business consulting. Mm -hmm. So that's what the foundation of my company is, is business consulting and helping different people at whatever point they are in their business, Mm -hmm. whether it's beginning, in the middle, I'm not making any money, or I have money, but I'm trying to get into networking events, or hey, I need a sponsorship, or whatever it is, meeting them at that point and helping them build. And so that was my focus. And now it's emerging to going back into that education piece I was talking about, like being in that classroom at the Virginia Institute of Marine Science and doing a recap of what we learned. And then also reflecting my moments at Savannah State, being a mentor to other marine science Mm. students and helping them get internships and helping them get into the door of doors I was afforded to be yeah. in. Sharing your story. Through. Yeah. And sharing your experiences with yes. with all of the things that you have done with these mammals and the ocean and yep. your research. Wow. I do want to focus on one piece too mm-hmm. that I think needs to really be highlighted. Okay. Because when I think about <laughs> how your business evolved, mm-hmm. I love how the, I don't know what you said, her, your mentor or mm-hmm. one of your professors, but she talked about find something that no one else is doing. Mm-hmm. You know, we teach that. That's like business 100, yeah. right? That's intro <laughs> to business. It's like, okay, what's your business, guys? Mm-hmm. And then it's, you know, what's your niche or what some people say niche. Mm-hmm. Find out what people are, you know, no one else is doing, but yet it's needed. Yeah. Yet it solves a problem. Mm-hmm. Yet it, you know, it's at the right place at the right time. And I think with you... She was talking to you about where you want to be in life, Mm -hmm. you know, your career, Mm -hmm. and gave you that same advice that we would tell our business students, Mm -hmm. that we Mm -hmm. would tell any entrepreneur, any budding entrepreneur, like, what's your niche? What's your niche? What is something that no one else is doing? So I find that that is so coincidental. Mm -hmm. But not right. That mm-hmm. that's a that's a thing Definitely. because we can brand ourselves just like we brand our business. Our careers can be branded and guided that way, right. just like we start a business. And right. and that's what you did. And look, it brought you into this kind of organic <laughs> business concept mm-hmm. of consulting, public speaking. Yeah, you know, educational components where you're sharing your story, you're sharing it in different classrooms. Right. Phenomenal. I love it. Thank I love you. it. I love it. Thank you. So when we think about that, what do you say is was some challenges you faced in those early stages of starting this concept and starting your business? Yeah. So I think even getting into the marine science field, getting into my internships, getting into a job, and then starting a business and becoming an entrepreneur, you know... Everyone knows that just being a black girl in STEM is hard. Mm. It's hard enough. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then marine science, we're like this Very tiny chill. department in STEM that's like, 
even smaller of <laughs> black people or minorities in general. And then for women, it's like even smaller. Right. And my biggest thing that I had to overcome, and I still have this challenge and have to overcome it daily, is, and I'm very spiritual, um, I had to start tuning out what other people are saying and listen to what God was telling me. And it even got to the point where, and wow. I had a super, super deep connection with my mother, and she was actually the person that started like my spiritual foundation. Mm-hmm. And once I got to a certain point, she's like, all right, hands off. Like, this is between you and God. You're going to figure it out. Mm-hmm. You're going to, I'm not going to tell you what to do or anything like that. And I had this breakdown in college where I was like, Mom, I love you, and I know that you give me great advice and you do whatever is best for your kids, but I'm starting to hear your voice more than I hear God's. <laughs> and she was like, what? what? Like, what do you mean? And I'm like, because what you're telling me or is saying, like, advising me to do in what route or how I should handle things, mm-hmm. God is telling me something different. And I don't want there to be any conflict because ultimately my relationship and my foundation is with God Mm -hmm. and that always supersedes anybody Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and so I had to get into that mindset of being like okay don't let people talk you out of it Mm. don't don't be discouraged just because there was a no or you know even just going through the process of things and sometimes people would be like oh like you know you started this and then it's here now like you know maybe you should just put down the back burner and in me having such strong faith, it just worked out every single time. Ariana, you are speaking truth, <laughs> let me tell you, because that is so true. Again, mm-hmm. that's something else that we often tell entrepreneurs or anyone who, anyone who's starting a business, you know, don't let them step on your fire, you mm-hmm. know. Don't mm-hmm. let them, you know, don't let no be like, oh, you know, it's devastating. You're going to have these low points, high Mm -hmm. points. But then when you feel those low points, don't quit. Don't give up. You have to just keep pushing because you can kind of feel in your gut. I don't know Mm -hmm. if you know that Uh feeling, but I kind of feel like you do. (laughs) But you know, like, this is it. You know, this is it. This is what I want to do. This is what I must pursue. Yeah. And, you know, it's okay if it's something that someone else would never, you know, think about yeah. or just never pursue right. or n- never thought you being in that space. Definitely. But go for it, right? Yep. Go for it. And Definitely. so I'm glad you're saying that. I'm hoping the listeners are hearing that because that so. is very, very important. Um, it is. Uh, very, very, very pivotal to really just kind of, you know, listen to your, listen to that voice, mm-hmm. you know, whatever that voice is for mm-hmm. you, listen to that voice and, and know that in your gut, if it matches, that's what you need to do Absolutely. and go for it. Um, so I love that. I love that. So what do you say would be your, your best success, like your best success or what opportunity really kind of springboarded you to launch your business, you would say? I know you kind of talked about the internship, Mm -hmm. but how do you find where you are now? It's really like taking off. What do you think kind of did that for you? Yeah. So I think just the alignment of everything Mm. was my best success. Um, You know, I'm a sophomore in college writing something down in my notebook. And I was one of those people that I was like, you know, people do these vision boards and they write down their goals. And I was like, yeah, I'm just going to tell the Lord and that's just going to be that. But to have something in writing and to be able to look back and then see where you are now is such a powerful moment. And um, just even reflect of like, what was my mental space or what was I think about then? Mm. Or, you know, to even jot something down that you were like, eh, like, 
that's probably just like a note. And this like in my head when I wrote it down, it was like when you write something down and the person balls up the paper and tosses it in the trash. Right. And then right, you like right. go back to the trash like years later and you open it, and you're like, wow. Wow. And so for me, even having that conversation, so I had a moment in September where I attended this conference. Um, it was called Women Thou Art Loose. And I just heard God telling me, like, we're going to start the business. And so during, like, the time where they were, like, shout out your business, I just said it. And I'm like, and and honestly, just being human, I'm like, girl, please. Like, Did you still have like, laughing to myself. So you kept the same title or the same business same name of emotions. Same thing. Okay, okay. And so when my mentor um, at Savannah State, when he called me, and we were just talking business and entrepreneurship, and he's like, let's start it. It was just like a moment that just sunk in, and I was like, here we go. Like, this is the start. And so, you know, afterwards, then you go back to your daily routine of things. And you're right, like, ah, right. Okay. <laughs> and then um, I got invited to my university, which like basically started everything for my business. And I was paid to come and speak to students across the campus and different departments and helping them with wow. internships, job opportunities, how to get in government, um, how to get into job shadowing, even if you're in other fields. And I made the point that, hey, even though I am a marine science background and I have this and you're like, I don't know nothing about no marine mammals. Everything is applied in government. Everything is applied in the world. So whatever your skill set is or whatever you feel like you have a strong um, niche for, mm-hmm. like, let me help guide you. Mm-hmm. And so being back in Savannah, staying in a hotel room paid for, <laughs> having a rental car. That must have been like... Everything. What is happening right everything. now? You know, and you know that must have been so euphoric, Absolutely. you know, and just like, wow, like... This is happening. Like it this, is. this is this is it, and it's almost like a three sixty. Right? It is, and it not is. for nothing, Ariana. But you're very young for three sixties. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just saying, okay. Um, to really just am. have this whole kind of, you know, come back to beginning type yeah. thing. So that's that is that's pretty phenomenal. So. I think you spoke to this already because I was going to ask you, mm-hmm. you know, what advice would you give young college graduates like yourself mm-hmm. who are either thinking about starting their business or just really trying to figure themselves out. Like they graduated, now they're looking for the job yeah. and just really trying to figure out like, okay, so what next? What's next step for me? So I've had these three things within the last year. So my first thing is, and I, I actually just said it the other day, be careful who you share your dreams with. Mm. And um, that's something I had to learn in you know, even, like, in church and spiritually, we talk about, like, the power of the tongue. But just genuinely, like, d- even if it's just someone saying something and discouraging mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. or just speaking negativity in it or, you know, whatever it is, like, just be careful who you share your dreams with mm-hmm. and be intentional and just have discernment on who you're talking to. So true. You know, <laughs> it's so true. And, and I'm going to stop you there for a uh-huh. minute because... <laughs> You know, that's one of the things of one of the reasons why I started this broadcast is Mm -hmm. because I wanted people to be able to kind of talk about their ideas. And I always kind of go back to this word of ideation Mm because I just I love that word. (laughs) Um, But it it really is being able to do that in a safe space, right? Being able to kind of Mm -hmm. share your ideas in a safe space without somebody kind of knocking it down or, you know, saying, okay, well, I don't know if you want to do that or you may not be good at this. 
Um, but really being able to share that in a space that you know you're going to have your support system, like some yeah. a true support system, and um, or at least encouragement, right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I love that. That's 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 key. That's key. On okay, number two. <laughs> okay, so number two. <laughs> Is you are qualified. You are qualified. I have so many different students come to me and they're like, my resume don't have nothing. I'm like, look, you come from a university that produces excellence. We do research all the time. Every class that you did a research project, put it down. Put it down. Every time you did community service, that was service. Every time you did something on campus, that was an event that you were participating Galliana, in. And I'm like, you're it's speaking just, my language again. I don't know what's wording. going on here, but yes, absolutely. And absolutely. I tell them all the time, it's just wording. Like as soon as you get into the, I assisted, I was assigned, I participated in. Not, you know, oh, I did a class project. Of course, okay, yeah, that might right, not. Right, <laughs> but that turn might not that, get you through the door. Turn that into a skill. <laughs> exactly. So true. So true. We tell our students the same, especially a lot of our students who are in IT, computer science, even our business students that they have done either a lab or they've been in some type of hands-on project. Mm -hmm. Um, A lot of times they just have hands-on opportunities in their labs to actually gain that skill. But that experience for that 15 months, and and if you've taken three classes like that, that's experience. That's Mm -hmm. skill that you want to translate onto your resume. So absolutely, that's so true. It's just the way, you know, you just got to know how to, to... to say it, right? Yeah, to to exactly. pose it and to translate it in a way that, yeah, this is the experience. This is something yeah. I know how to do. Right. Excellent. Excellent. And number three. And my third one. So my dad would always like tell me like, like, do you know like where you come from and who you are and what family <laughs> you stem from? And like I mentioned earlier, like having those key people who were like standing along such key figures in civil rights movement. And sometimes you have this moment and people tell you all the time, it's so cliche to me, when they say, know your worth. But sometimes your worth has to be pointed out. Sometimes someone has to boost you or give you that confidence to say, hey, you know, this thing that you're doing consistently, that's a skill set. Like, that's Mm -hmm. worth something. Or to see you being so creative in something and someone taking the opportunity to say, hey, I want to invest in you. And I believe that I have this philosophy that you don't just find yourself. You're always finding yourself. And you find yourself, whether it's uh, in a career that you're in, you're finding, like, what's the best thing for you. Mm-hmm. If it's your path, is this the route that you want to continue on? You're finding yourself in different seasons of life where you're going through anxiety or depression or whatever it is. You yeah. find yourself with family where you have different dynamics. So, like, just continue to... Yeah, there's Work always a learning point. Yeah, it's always yeah. a learning Something point. Something you can take away. Absolutely. Always. Absolutely. So I think sometimes like we misconfuse like arriving and now you're just like this whole person at a certain point. And, <laughs> and nothing like, else happens to you? Yeah. Really? <laughs> it's like I feel like that almost every other day. Right, I'm like right. I've arrived and the next day it's like, oh, here we go. Like <laughs> Maybe not. But if yeah. you just continue to have that mindset of like I'm just going to continue learning myself in every season and – in every place that I'm in, like that absolutely, would be my absolutely, we never stop learning, mm-hmm. um, and we never stop growing. So yeah. it doesn't matter how old you are, um, you just never do. In fact, you sound like such an old soul, but you have a <laughs> lot more learning and growing yeah. to do. Um, so <laughs> just to see you where you are now, and at what twenty three. 22. 22. But oh, we're my rap, goodness. We're, we're rounding it up to Oh, my goodness. 22. I mean, like, you know, it's months. like, 
you, you're my baby. Like my my baby is is twenty three. Just made twenty three. So, yeah. you know, to see that, just that type of knowledge and takeaway when we mm-hmm. think about some key aspects and key characteristics of of what we call successful entrepreneurs already and just as a person yeah that to just to know that that's going to grow even more mm-hmm. you have even more to like give and even more to learn and even more to show it's going to be phenomenal so i don't even know <laughs> We ain't even gonna talk about what that end game is gonna be because who oh, knows? I, no I mean, I could, you're probably gonna be on the moon somewhere, I, or I don't know. Or, you know, having no an uh, a whole like oceanography life in. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny you say that because I hate that question when they're like, "Where do you see yourself in five years?" I'm like, I don't see where I am tomorrow. Right, right. Maybe right. even tonight. I might go in the bed or I might go to a party. I don't know. Yes, no, I know, I know, that's too funny. So tell our audience, please, Mm -hmm. where can they find you if they need help with launching their business or they need help with um, launching their consulting business? Um, You know, they just, they really resonated with what you said Mm -hmm. and they're looking for your expertise and the service that you provide. How do they get in contact with you, Ariana? Yes. So I love this model that the church says. They're like, they're hot, open, and transparent. So be hot, (laughs) open, and transparent. I'm letting y'all know, I'm still trying to figure it out. I'm still trying to get all the pieces together. But I mainly go through Instagram for any clients or people that want to reach out or get any advice or even just talk. Um, My Instagram is underscore A-N-N-A. I-R-E underscore, again, that's underscore A-N-N-A-I-R-E underscore, which is my name backwards. Um, and then I also nice. have a link tree in my bio that has my website, well, temporary website, um, my contact information, and my email, which is emotionsconsulting at gmail.com. Excellent. Thank you so much. Thank you. This has been such a pleasure, Ariana, just kind of traveling with you (laughs) on your road to success. Thank you. And um, I wish you well. I wish you continued success. And please keep in contact. Let us know what you're doing (laughs) and and where you are, you know, in in the different hallmarks of your life. I can't wait to see it. This is is great. Hopefully at the end, you actually able to write a book or something. I think it would be pretty phenomenal. Yes. Yes. So, yeah. So thanks for being on the show tonight. (laughs) We really, really appreciate it. And for all of you all listening, thank you for joining us again at Educated Innovation. Again, if you have comments, questions, If you're looking for resources, if you're looking for topics that you want us to cover, please, please, please email me at educatedinnovationpodcast at gmail.com. You know you can find us on Instagram, Educated Innovation. And you know if you follow our podcast, how to continue following us and listening to our episodes. Um, We are again on Spotify, um, Apple Podcasts. Um, as well as um, iHeartRadio. So there's lots of places that you can link up with us and follow us. I am looking for you all's um, innovation and um, looking for how we can help you really just kind of expand um, your ideas and your concepts. So by all means, reach out and touch us. And we um, are happy to have you all tonight join us. So have a good night and tune in next time with our next guest. It's a surprise. Looking forward to you hearing us again. Thank you and good night.